This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The Duke stepped up, he did what the Duke does, and with three points more in the bag, um, that look, I, I, I was at work on Saturday. Hang on, hang on, hang on, you mentioned a legend there, Dukovic, but we also are joined tonight by another legend. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention him, yeah. didn't I? Uh, Richard Gold. Who is it? No, 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 no. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's me, old mate, Paul Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Good to be here. Hello, Tate. Oh, hey, hello, everyone. ever, mate. I promise you. What skin products are you using? <laughs> <laughs> no alcohol. That's what it's called. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> you try it. <laughs> yeah. I'll try it for an hour. <laughs> we'll see. Then we'll see. Might get rid of the. Might get rid of a few wrinkles. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, yeah, I was like, I got my phone on at work, and I, I could feel the place absolutely bouncing. It was proper St Andrews. And we still haven't got a full crowd in. But you were watching, the cameras were shaking. It's incredible. Incredible. Who went? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Oh, me and Mark, did you? Yeah. Okay, do a round robin then, Mark, and start off with, uh, with uh, obviously, the, the tributes to Trevor, which I thought were absolutely superb. Um, yeah. You know, we've lost a legend. Um, yeah. uh, but, you know, to see all them scarves that were outside... On the, on the front of the cop, I thought it was a lovely touch, smashing. Well done, Birmingham City Football Club. I criticise you when I think I need to criticise you, but you did a marvellous job there. And it's so, so, so good to see seating being put back in and and, and the blue of the lower uh, lower tilt and starting to re-emerge again. It is lovely to see. Paul, was, um, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. think I've ever... I mean, I've obviously felt, you know, uh, amazing at St Andrews in the past, but... This has just got a different feel about it completely, hasn't it, to anything I think we've ever experienced. It's just so good. It's, you know, the first impressions when you walk in the car park now and the badge outside, the lights up, the screens. It's just going to another level, isn't it? Straight away, in like four weeks. 
It's unreal. It makes sorry. It makes you want to go early. It sounds stupid, but it makes you want to go two hours early. Yeah. I mean, the build up from twelve o'clock was was unreal. Uh, yeah. I met up with the yeah. I mean, I say so I saw Watto and I saw Adam, um, and we were just watching. We were just happy watching people arrive. You know, all the people for the, the boardrooms. We saw, you know, Mr. Brady turn up with Mr. Wagner. We saw people excited. Then Mark, he went to the pub with their lads. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what? That's exactly what we want. No more, no less. You know, get involved, get with us, find out what we're about. You're American. You don't understand yet, probably, what uh, you know the, the, the English football scene is all about. And uh, he's doing the best job that he possibly can. Absolutely lauded it. I'll tell you what. I've never felt like this for eleven years. One, one, felt, one thing, one, to be honest. Sorry, sorry Paul. I was just going to say sorry, one Paul. thing. One thing he does know a thing or two about is winning. You know, he's a, yeah. he's a serial winner, and um, someone having someone like that in the dressing room for the players before the game is just going to get that extra ten percent out of every single one of them. I think. Yeah, and well, it's anyone like... else it did right. It got fifty percent more out of the crowd as well. Yeah. 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 Well, the whole the whole day felt like we returned to the Premier League. It was like a, our first game back in the big time. It was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I mean, best, ta- home, ta- best home game in twelve years, I'd say. Tati, back when you played, who would you say was the most inspirational person in the dressing room then that you spoke to before any game? Was there any other than Barry Fry? Obviously, was there anyone that yeah. popped in? And you know, would David Sullivan ever pop in, or anyone that was involved uh, in at the at the board level? Uh, we had David Sullivan coming when he first took over with the Golds and and Karen Brady coming. I think we were playing Oxford at home, and and obviously they're coming a lot like a. Um, Mafioso, so we say we're a bit scared. If I'm honest with you, um, so they give us a little pep talk about what was required, yeah. um, you know, and won that game one nil. Yeah. Um, yeah, but very, very rare. Did 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 David come in or, or Karen or anyone like that? It was uh, mainly left to Baz. Yeah, obviously got the best out of us, and um, like our captain named Daish really, um, yeah. who gave us, you know, the the uh, ins and outs of what was required um, on that particular day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did TF ever pop in Tate? Did who? Trevor. 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 Yeah. Uh, Trevor. When when we played, when Trevor was there, Trevor was was very quiet and assuming. You know, he was he wasn't one to ball and shout. He you know he, he did his talking on the training yeah. ground. You know, he was very professional. Trevor. Um, and he left it up to uh, Frank Barlow. Really, um, he's one of his coaches to to talk to us. But Trevor. Yeah. Trevor was, um, you know, I, I didn't really go on Trevor, um, unfortunately. Um, but, you know, he's such a, a great player and such a, a great ambassador for the club. You know, you've got to respect everything that he did for our football club. You know, and it's such a sad, sad thing that happened, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago. But, he, you know, he didn't, he wasn't one to ball and shout Trevor. And I think that, that came across his general demeanour, what you saw on, you know, the TV and things like that, you know. Mm. Yeah. You know, one thing that I doubt about Saturday is we still need these people to continually turn up now. You know, we, we saw that attendance the highest it could be, and that needs to continue. So as highest we move forward, 20,500, 20, I think, was the uh, attendance yeah. they announced. Um, but those people that, you know, I mean, I desperately hope. They're going to prove me wrong, but I just don't want people just to turn up for the fantasy factor of being there on the first day of the new owners. You know, if you can physically get to a game, then get down there as much as you possibly can. And we know it's tough. Uh, we've said it before. It's hard for anybody in the current environment to, to potentially buy tickets, but there's always ways and means uh, for, for those tickets. So please, you know, 
continues to get down there and make that noise because it was, it, it, uh, well, put it this way, we'd have lifted the roof if, mm-hmm. if there was a full capacity in there. Yeah. And, you know, that I think can happen over time and I really do believe it will it will happen. Mm-hmm. I think and I should say, good evening, everybody. Sorry, I was late. Yeah. R- the football helps. Though. We played really good football. Yeah. I think we played really, really well. So hopefully people will come back and go, actually, we don't look too bad. We've just beaten Leeds. So I just Claire, I, I just kept shaking my head at work because I couldn't believe what I was listening to. We were brilliant. Atomic. It was atomic. I promise you, mate. And it came over so well. And the presenters on 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 um, who, who were doing the blues TV, uh, the job. Yeah, um, they. You know, they, even they were saying, "Look, this is St Andrews. This is what it is. This is what it's about." Mm-hmm. You know, and and thankfully, Mr Wagner and Tom Brady. I've now heard what we can produce with Harper Stadium. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Will, we all, will we have the blue stuff and all that coming up again? Or do you reckon that's a one-hit wonder? <laughs> I hope it stays. I hope it stays. I think it'll really... And I'm thinking, like, this is this is like the last game of the season. Like, we're on Sky and we need to win this game to stay yeah. up again, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, <laughs> Richard, Richard, sorry, Richard, Rich, it must have been, Richard, it must have been challenging for you. Saying, uh, mm-hmm. hello to Mr Brady and uh, announcing the seven times yeah. champion of the Super Bowl. That must have been pretty surreal considering the, the environments <laughs> yeah. that we've been around in the past. I mean... <laughs> it, was, it was absolutely unbelievable, to be honest. And I've got to say... With just over twenty, just over twenty thousand in there, I think um, I've been doing the job for. I think this is my seventeenth season. I'm not sure. I, and even the local derbies against the Villa back in the day, I think they made more noise on Saturday. It was incredible. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, it was absolutely mm. incredible. Um, and absolutely superb from the Blues fans. Mm. Something to just get behind, get excited about it again. It feels brilliant, doesn't it? Yeah. It's like yeah. a massive cloud's just gone, and it? I couldn't, hear, I couldn't hear anything I was saying no, on a Saturday. Yeah. The, the fans just... I mean, I might as well have not been there at well, some even, point. Even Jasper, God bless him. Yeah, Even Jasper, God bless him, had to sort of like cut it a bit shorter, didn't they? Yeah, yeah Jasper. Yeah, Jasper. yeah I, um, uh, Jasper, what Jasper yeah. did... Um, is he paused and he let the fans in? He, yeah. he maybe should have just done it and then let the fans in. But it, yeah. it, it's a very emotional day for all of us. And yeah. Jasper was good friends with Trevor. Yeah, I know. Um, so, you know, doing that for somebody who's a massive icon and a massive friend of yours, it must yeah. have been hard for Jasper. Very hard, yeah. When I passed him the microphone, I could tell he was really quite, you know, taken back by yeah. the moment, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely, so, as you would be. To be, honest, to be honest, Rich, we saw him come in and he looked, he looked broken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, Tom, he, Tom he as well. Not normally chirpy, but he didn't look it at all. Yeah, Mark, I think Tom. we helped him through. I think singing "Keep Right On" at that point, where he mm-hmm. was, you could tell he was stuttering. Yeah. I think we helped him through, and I think he needed that, and we could see mm-hmm. it. So that's why we started singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you could see Tom as well. Mark and Craig, obviously, we were at the Tebley thing on Friday night, and yeah. Tom's still obviously very upset about it as well as we all are, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But obviously, Tom and Jasper knew him personally really well so it's a yeah. different different thing in it i said his son james as well after the game and i think he was quite taken back by the by the occasion yeah um but uh i guess he, he just wants to try and see the blues still and and try and put you know not put it behind him but obviously mm. you know he wants to sort of 
carry on watching the Blues in, in aid of his dad, I suppose. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I must say, yeah. on, the, on the pitch, I was so impressed with the back four. Sunich and Bielik together were fantastic, weren't they? Oh. And, you know, and I mean, Sunich, I don't know what, what happens, what's happened to him since he's been away and come back, but <laughs> what, what, what a game he had. He was my man of the match on Saturday, what to be honest. What you got to think of, Paul, it's, it's where he's been and yeah. now he's come back home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, Buchanan, uh, Buchanan is just, he's just slotted straight in. He's he a didn't even, he wouldn't even know we signed him. I think he was brilliant. And yeah. Laird was exceptional. And Dembele, yeah. for him yeah. to get him under £1 million, pounds, he could, he's, yeah, they're all going to be signings of the season because they were just brilliant. I, I thought um, I thought Dion at the back, uh, yeah. Sanderson, yeah. had his best game in the Blues top. I yeah. thought he was absolutely superb, Dion. He was. Um, he was but they all were. They yeah. all were. Yeah. Um, they, I, I actually players come up to me on, on Saturday afternoon after the game and they said, um, watch your space, mate, because your club is going to go right there. It's it, You are back. Yeah. You are back. Mm. And, uh, you know, we've got a lot of work to do. A lot of work to do inside, outside, team-wise, this and the other. Uh, but Richard, what what's the feeling like actually inside the stadium, working within um, the, the confines of St Andrews? Is is there a better feel now than there was five, six, seven, eight weeks ago? Oh, I mean, absolutely. Um, it, it, everyone was just buzzing, Nick. To be honest, uh, I don't think it's proper kicked in yet. I think it's going to take a couple of games. I and mean, you're talking about the the pre match stuff. Uh, we had the pyros, we had we had uh, explosions and mm-hmm. and streamers. I actually didn't know we had the streamers. <laughs> so when, when I was doing when I was doing my announcement and it was going boom, boom, and I'm going whoa. Um, but I, I mean, it was incredible, wasn't it? It was like being a yeah. like a, a Super Bowl yeah, show yeah, or something, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. well, not thought, quite as big as that. But I thought the stuff with the screen as well was brilliant. Obviously, you talking yeah. to the fans in the crowd and it's on the screen. Yeah, and... so everyone knows yeah. what I look like now. Yeah, I look like that. <laughs> Yeah, but we no, have I mean... been a downtrodden club the last twelve years. A downtrodden club, changing managers, this that, and the other. Last day relegation battles. It this is the change we have all begged for. I have the goosebumps on my arm. Here we go. Look. It could be quite a boring it's, season though, Nick. After thirty games gone, you know, <laughs> we, we, we're like just above mid table. Yeah, it could be boring. <laughs> Table. Sign me from seventeenth yeah. and eighteenth. Mid table's yeah. perfect. Yeah. I was only joking. <laughs> <laughs> table, please. So what in the, the morning. You get it. In what the, the what they've done though is we've, we've for... got to look forwards though. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. I heard enough on Saturday of we, we've got our club back, right? And that's that's exactly what it is. It felt as though as fans, everybody was together inside that stadium on Saturday, and now. We've got to look forwards. Got to stop looking at all of this. What's happened in the past business? Because yeah. as far as I'm concerned, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm, right, I'm now looking forward to what we can do. And I know we can't forget what's happened, but everybody's got to stop talking about it because we've got new owners. There's an old got yeah. new people that want to take us forward. You simply can't change what's happened. You can only make tomorrow a brighter future for everybody yep. there's an old saying we can there. do that as fans there's an old saying that the Craig think forward glance back and that's what we back. need to do yeah, yeah. was you there Tati well, on Saturday three signings coming anyway in the next week say again Claire I've heard we've got three three signings in the locker okay yeah I've seen the striker one, that was one playing one striker yeah. like one he was yeah. on loan from Cardiff I yeah. remember his name we've got another two 
And Rudy might be staying as well, which is a plus. That's really good. Yeah, that's good news. Was you there on Saturday, Tato? I was down in Cardiff with our uh, under-18s. Okay. Um, so we play Cardiff on at, uh, 12 o'clock. Okay. Um, just at their train, the train facility just opposite uh, the main stadium. So I didn't get back home until quarter past four, so I got the last half an hour Okay. Um, on Blues TV. So that's what I saw and listened to it a bit on the radio as well. But, you know, what I saw, it was it was, it was was very good and it's all positive. You know, I'm, you know, I, was just, I work for the club as well and yeah. I'm there two or three days a week anyway at the training ground. And, yeah, it's, um, it's a lot of positivity. And, but, you know, it's, uh, it's going to be the toughest season in the championship that there's been, I think, ever. Yeah. I don't think there's uh, any weak teams in there this season. Uh, and it's, you know, it's going to be a roller coaster again, I think. Yeah. We're just about to so on United, who came down from the Premier League. Yeah. We, 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 we did, we did, Nick, but I think I've got to look at the whole season and say, of course, I know. This I know, is I know. the toughest league. And yeah. Tati, I totally agree. This oh, is the yeah. toughest league we have seen in the Championship for a very yeah. long time because we've got teams year, that are equal. Like. Well, we've got teams that are equal and this is the difference. You know, I, I know Southampton, Leeds came down, but they've lost a lot of players. Southampton, it's something like 100 million that they've taken in now through sales of their players, but, but they haven't yet replaced them. So hmm. there's questions, does it make them weaker? No, it doesn't. Like They're Leeds a the right time. It makes no difference. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, Claire. Yeah. And you know, I, I'll just... Go through some of the stuff on the on the shape box because it's going absolutely mental tonight, yeah, as you can imagine. But uh, Dan Nash, man of the match for me was Dion Sanderson. He was like a brick wall. Mm. Sonich found his true home now. Now he's playing in a correct midfield. Sonich is reborn from Kevin Kelly. <laughs> um, Laird did well. Uh, people were offering in front of him. Sanderson, man of the match. That was some Jason Hughes. Uh, and Jason, good to uh, to catch up with you on Friday evening as well. So, uh, yeah, good to see uh, good to see you down there. Um, but you know, lots of comments again around Ruddy as well, and whether he is staying uh, or, or moving on. So, hopefully, he is going to be uh, staying staying with us. Um, Lyle Taylor was at the game. Yes, he was, but I don't think that means anything. Um, you know, perhaps he was working for the TV, we just don't know, or, or radio stations. But yes, he was there. Um, there's no no hiding those ones. Um, and, and then we, we just look at the, let's not get carried away, uh, especially if and when we lose a game. So Nigel, man, I couldn't echo that any further. Yeah, absolutely. We can't yeah. get beyond ourselves. No, one game at a time. But was we all confident, yeah. was we all confident when Juki stepped up? Was we all confident? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Was I thought yeah. he'd missed it. Did anyone actually think he'd missed it when he took it? Yeah, yes. I did. I did. Yeah. Well, such a great feeling though when he hit the back of the net, wasn't it? What a feeling yeah. that was. Oh. And Tom wanted to be on there. was going brilliant nuts. Brilliant celebration <laughs> as well. And I know it was, uh, it, it, I, I believe it was his thank you to Trevor in a way, but the no, way he went and celebrated no. in front of the cup. No, nah, great. No, nah, uh, if you look on the highlights, it was work. touchdown. Do you reckon? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Touchdown. I think it's an American football celebration, in all honesty. Yeah, it was. Okay. <laughs> People jumped on that quick, and it's nice to think that, but it was definitely the NFL thing link. But what they've done or to... Or it, some... might, it might have been a tribute to Tebbley. 
<laughs> what, what, what they've done though to St Andrews in, in such a short space of time, in like four weeks, you know, they've they've already turned water into wine, aren't they? It's unbelievable. I was I was I was a bit worried actually. I thought they're not going to get this done in time, mm. and they sort of have, haven't they? You mm. know, they've done. You know, for what what we was expecting, it's been done. And some. I mean, the screens outside the car. I know, mate. Getting them up and in time, and getting the content done for it, and yeah, the, just the, the the new blue on the on the car. Yeah, just just looks superb. Even the main stand with the, with the new blue seats. Yeah, it's just smartened it up, and it Massively. looks like a you know a proper ground again, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Even something daft like the steps being white instead yeah. of yellow. Yeah, yeah. What a difference that makes. Yeah, I, it was it was yeah. a pleasure to be there. Is what I would say. An yeah. absolute pleasure to be there. And I'm, I think the fans thought that as well. I think it come across. Yeah. You know, absolute pleasure yeah. to go there again, watch the team, be entertained. Uh, the problem we've got is, as Paul said, there's a lot of big clubs in the Championship with a lot of big aspirations, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, a lot of them have been in the Premier League, come down, mm. and there's ex- expectations. So it just makes the league even harder, doesn't it? You know? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, positivity breeds positivity. Yeah, yeah. And if we can, you know, have that right mindset all season and, you know, have this feeling like, like, like Craig said earlier, you know, get the ground like that every game this season, mm. you just never know where it could take us. I think fans come into oh, to Birmingham as well now. I went to the, the Trevor Tributes uh, last Sunday, uh, as, I, as I said last Monday, mm, yeah. and um, I looked at the outside of the ground, I thought, this looks really shabby, and there's yeah. no way they're going to get this ready for next week. Oh, I did and then when, work, yeah. when my brother showed me a photograph of it, I said, God, that is amazing. Mm, <laughs> yeah. I've, got to, I've got to say, Nick, uh, just quickly as well, I, I, I was desperate to get hold of my uh, match day script in advance as much as I could. Um, no, I was desperate to get hold of your match day script. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I've got to give a bit of a shout-out to Jake Malbasa, actually, from, from marketing, because I know him and, and all the office staff generally were there until about half mm. 11, 12 o'clock on Friday night. Really? Still sort of... Dotting the I's, crossing the T's. Um, and they've been there since 8 o'clock in the morning and then wow. back again on the Saturday. Uh, okay, you know, they're there to do that job, I guess. But that's a long, a lot of time. That's commitment for you. Commitment. Yeah. Just to make sure that we could just get over the line and make the match day experience uh, work. So a big shout out to Jake and all, all of his team as well because they've yeah. worked really hard, as have all of the staff there. So Yeah, fair play. Yeah, I just thought I'd say that. Can, yeah. I, yeah. can I give a shout out to a fan that came over to me and Mark while we were there? Um, they were, he was a uh, fan of the show. His name is Barry, uh, and he's been going down to the Blues since 1968. So, Barry, if you're listening, I told you to chat you out, mate. There you go. There you go. Well done, Barry. Uh, right, Paul Tate, you've got to wish somebody a happy birthday. I have, yeah. Happy birthday to Mel. Uh, happy birthday. She's a big Blues fan. And keep right on. I hope you've had a great day, Mel. No, sorry, Paul. She's a Paul Tate fan. <laughs> Paul Tate, she? Bloody hell, I've got one. <laughs> Claire, explain. Claire, explain. He's both. He's a Paul Tate and massive blues fan. She's been going down for years, so yes. when she's part yeah. of her game too, so she'll love that. Thank you. No, I'll have a wonderful problem. birthday. Lots of love from everybody at the Tilt and Talk Show. And, mm. of course, Paul Tate. Oh. Did we all see the uh, pretty iconic programme that they printed for the match? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think she oh, wants to keep hold of that is. I never got one, to be honest. The queues um, were massive. The queues for programs was big. The queues for food. The queues for the shop. I've never yeah, seen a queue for the unreal. shop. It was just ridiculous. I was like, oh. But it's good, though, like even today, um, just to get the away shirt, the queue was massive. That's all that we need to keep putting the money into the club. 
Yeah, I was at the shop at nine. That's a question, guys. Are, are we still? Are we still uh, book of pies? Yes. 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 More expensive. Yeah. I had one before the game. <laughs> the more expensive. Ladies and gentlemen, we now have a top line. We are definitely playing for a full house this evening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I was at the I was at the club shop. I popped up in the morning first thing. I was in there about nine thirty, and there must have been probably thirty people in there then. You know, back going back to before this has happened to the club. You, I'd be just be in there on my own probably. Do you know what I mean? At that mm-hmm. time of the morning, even on a match day. So you can just tell the whole place is just booming at the moment, and and just the face on people in the shop at half nine on Saturday morning. You know, the people that I'm talking to in there are just completely different vibe. Mm-hmm. But we scored in the very last moment of the game. What was the Coventry Road like on the way out? Busy. Couldn't see it from the suite. No, you're on, I'm on about the supporters. Like, well, All right. It's like often, even, even sometimes after we won, it was doom and gloom. Uh, there must have been something really special uh, there on, on, on the way out. I heard quite a few fans singing Leeds are falling apart again. Yeah, yes. um, that one. I heard that one. It was a little bit of uh, banter with the Leeds fans, but I've got to say, actually, Nick, it wasn't. Oh no, it wasn't was people about outside the celebrating what or was anything. What was the vibe with the Blues fans? That was, uh, yeah, it, it, was, was it was positive, but because we'd come away with a result, it wasn't over the top. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I think that that had been inside the stadium. That's where it was different, and that's where the atmosphere needs to be. Mm. You know. It, it, Coming outside of a ground and singing afterwards is absolutely pointless. You've got to get, make sure you lose your voice inside. Mm. Um, I, I certainly know that, that Claire lost her voice, but that was because she was shouting at other people rather than the game. <laughs> no, I was shouting because the one thing that they did annoy me on Saturday was we didn't shoot enough. So no. we had yeah, certain opportunities where we could have hit it. And then when we did hit it, he should have passed it. Mm. And Craig, you knew that I wasn't very happy with that. But... It was, it was terrible. The day, if you don't shoot, you're not going to score. Yeah. And then, you know, you've got to have a go. Like Dembele was 20 yards out from goal and he's tried to pass it. Mm. She's so. arrived. Over the caps. There she is, making a weekly appearance on the Tilt and Talk Moving on. <laughs> yeah, no, we got into a couple of positions. We've seen a lot of players coming into the club, potentially as signings, but you're working with the younger lads at the moment, you know. Um have we got the next Jude Bellingham in the books? You know, is, <laughs> is there this player ready to stand out? Or, or yeah, well, actually, I suppose, is that positivity breeding into the youngsters? Because me, I, I guess they didn't have the opportunity to meet Brady yet. But just knowing that he's involved in the club must give him a huge, huge boost. It's uh, We've got some great kids coming through. Um, obviously, we're competing. The likes of Aston Villa are buying every kid going at the moment. And with what they've got to offer at their place. Um, so it is really, really difficult at the moment. But I think uh, we've got the most productive academy in Europe now for under 18s who have uh, lads who've got minutes in the first team from the under 18s coming through. Um, there's a lot of good kids coming through. Now, what I do like, the 18s of what we've got at the moment, is they're all local lads as well. Mm. And a lot of them are from really rough areas in Birmingham. And they know they're very streetwise and they've got each other's backs. I think what we've had over the last couple of years is uh, lads, we've had to sign players from uh, all over the country, really. And when you do that, they don't know what it means to play for Birmingham City Football Club. And it's part of my job, part of Liam's, Liam Daish's job and Martin O'Connor's job as well, to an extent, to let them know what it is like and what it means to play for Birmingham City and what is required. And don't let them forget it. 
Mm. Um, and they're taking it on board. You know, I said to them, you've got to run through brick walls. It's a no retreat, no surrender policy. If we get beat, we get beat. But, you know, I want to get back to uh, when teams play against us. I want them to come to the end of the season and go, God, I don't want to play Birmingham again next season. You know, I want, I want an identity of being an horrible team to play against. And I said to them, you know, as soon as you step over that white line, you turn into someone different. You know, that's, you turn into a different being when you come up. As pitch. it was in your day, that poor, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and it's, it's, a diff, it's a different, listen, coming back into the game now for me, it's very, very eye-opening what players, the modern-day player is like and, and everything, the training is all different. The, the analytical departments, the physio departments, everything's different. But the game hasn't changed, you know. It's still 11 versus 11. And um, you've got to have a winning mentality. Um, I know what our fans expect. But as football fans in general, they want is to play to give 100% uh, with quality. And uh, my job is to identify that in training, those players who are struggling maybe, and have a little chat with them, uh, giving them a G up and giving them a kick up the backside as well. And mm. um, that this is the most important time of their, their young careers. Um, they haven't done anything. You know, they've got the, one, the first rung of the ladder and they need to give their all for 18 months to try and get a pro contract. And then that's where the hard work starts because they've got to get another eight, two-year contracts, another five, three-year contracts over their careers to have a long career. And I don't think they understand that when they come in th- through the doors because, believe it or not, they've all got agents now. Yeah. You know, that they signed for a club at 16 and a large percentage of them are coming with an agent, which is absolutely bizarre. Mm. Um, and, and these agents... I'd say, was it 95% of them have never played football in their lives? They just see these kids as a, a cash cow. Mm. Um, and it's a big, you know, gripe of mine um, that uh, what information are they being fed by these agents? They don't need an agent. All they need to do is get themselves in the building, work their socks off, run through brick walls for our club and uh, see where it takes them. Um, but the 18s at the moment I can't speak highly of, of them and of the coaching staff with Martin Olinshaw and Danny Barham uh, they're all working tirelessly uh, to you know to get this next conveyor belt of kids coming through uh, but we have got some very very good lads coming through as as Paul, we have in the 16s as well Paul my daughter's 11 um, she's a massive blue nose and she wants to make it in the women's game what's the best pathway for her to kind of pursue going forward now well, does she play for a team um, she's just she does the uh, like go along for free kind of thing at uh, actually at West Bromwich Academy. Um, right, th- that's the only door she's got in at the moment. I think there are a lot. There's, there's more and more um, girls teams about now than there ever has been. I'd, I'd suggest going to when you when you when you join a team. It's all right joining a team, but if that team isn't particularly good, they're not going to be watched by scouts. The scouts will always watch the best. The best leagues and the best players they know they're not you know that they know what games to look out for so it all depends what kind of standard she is and what you think she is and where do you think she could play um if she's if she's a very good player look out for the teams that that have got a good reputation um that she could progress um, she's looking like she's going to be a good defender she, she can put, she can put a foot in and, and make a tackle quite well yeah well, that's good that's nice to hear that uh that she likes to get stuck in. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's always it's always nice to hear because that's a dying art in, in today's football, yeah. isn't it? Mm. Because yeah. uh, very few players tackle and head the ball because it's uh, you know um, it's frowned upon, should we say? You know, the just art of just go around local schools. 
Sorry? Do scouts go around the local schools? Uh, I wouldn't have thought so. At the second I, I, level now? I wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought so. They'd go, they'd, they'd watch um, Sunday football, Saturday football, um, JPL, things like that, you know. But our, our scouting system for the, for, the, for the young lads, you know, I think every league, every team has been watched, you know, at every level. Um, that is, um, but to, for for me to to say to, to your daughter, I'd, I'd to try and get as high as you can very early, um, you know, because the standard will be high and it will raise her game. Mm. You know, when you play at a lower level and you're playing against probably with people who aren't particularly um, progressing really well, it is it, you know it may stifle her. Um, she needs to be playing very early from a from a good level, in my opinion, mm. to get spotted. Yeah, Paul, thanks for you, mate. No I must say that the, um, the, uh, the the ladies' women's World Cup uh, tournament has has been absolutely phenomenal, brilliant, superb, yeah. it's been amazing football played there. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Doing well. That's brilliant. I haven't seen any games. So I haven't seen any games. All they're all, all on at nine o'clock in the morning, aren't they? I think. Crazy. Uh, between nine and eleven, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've, 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 I've seen at work, and I, don't, I haven't seen anything, you know. So unfortunately, you know, you're still in bed, Paul. Come on, mm-hmm. just tell them. <laughs> I'm up at five o'clock, me. Every single day. I don't know why. I just keep on waking up at five. <laughs> Excited. <laughs> so I used to get in at five. I used to get in at five o'clock. Now I'm getting in, waking up at five o'clock. So I said, oh, you know, what I mean? so there we go. <laughs> Richard, I just want to ask you a question, mate. Where, where do you watch the game from? Then, when the game's actually on. Where, where are you sat watching it? Because I know, obviously, you would announce the subs and all that as well, don't you? It sounds very glamorous, Paul. I'm in a box, but above the old tunnel in the main stand. Oh, OK, yeah. It's not it's not really glamorous. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, it's probably one of the... Uh, probably the only box that's never been done out, I think. Yeah. Uh, but we don't mind. We don't mind. We just get on with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. Ba- and back in the day, obviously, when we all used to go, ooh, when the opposition makes a sub... Do you remember when the guy used to repeat the person's name? Yeah, so that was a guy called um, Keith uh, who did that, I think, originally. Think it needs um, to be reborn? Uh, well, I'm sort of still doing it. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't repeat it. I think it's a little bit, <laughs> it's a little bit cheeky. Um, but I, I thought that it was. I, I knew about. Obviously, when I started doing it so many years ago, I, I knew that he used to do that. Yeah. Uh, I think the guy before me did it as well a little bit. But uh, I thought I'd carry on, see what I get away with. Um, yeah. But yeah, we, yeah, it's uh, it's frowned upon sometimes. But it's actually, if you, if you actually listen, I'm only actually just questioning it when I say it. I'm not. It's oh, not okay. actually disrespectful. If you listen to how I do it, it's actually just actually like going, no, like, are you sure? It's my favourite thing at the game. Me and my mum always talk about it. You know, when you say like, and it's Cristiano Ronaldo, and then you wait for it, it's a, honestly. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and, and I'll tell you I love that. Another thing, yeah. another thing this season and last season, and it's it's uh, HJ Wealth Planning are uh, the sponsors. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's great, great marketing for them because when we do the away sub, even they get a, a who after, you know, yeah, after, after we've sub. had the, uh, yeah, 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 it's brilliant, yeah. yeah. I think awesome. that, that is so funny because I like, well, I, I love my comedy. I love, there's no better in life than that. There's enough things going on in the world without me adding to anybody's misery. And to laugh is the best thing ever. Um, but when that first, that very first, I can't remember the, 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 the footballer's name. 
and he repeated it twice. And I was like, I was just in tears. I can't remember it Absolutely either. superb it was. Yeah, the, fir- the first one ever was Reggie Blinker, wasn't it, I think? Reggie Blinker. Was, yeah. When he was playing was for Sheffield, um, Wednesday. Sheffield Wednesday, I right. think. I'll, I'll take your word for it. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and that's, that, that's how it was born. I don't know where it came from, though. The first one on Richard. Saturday... The first one on Saturday, by the way, was absolutely <laughs> superb. It was so loud. It was brilliant. I, I get a right buzz when the crowd do that back. Sorry, yeah. he, he wanted to get in. So, sorry about that. Rich, have I imagined it? Or has the uh, PA system actually had an upgrade as part of the uh, new owners? No, I don't think you've imagined it. I think, yeah. uh, I think it has. Yeah. Um, they've really, really tried, actually, um, yeah. to, uh, to, to get this better. Um, it was chronic. Yeah, well, yeah, I, yeah, I always used to say to people when they say to me, it sounds really rubbish, it sounds like... <laughs> I go, well, <laughs> you speak like that, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like Chris Brown in disguise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, yeah. No, no, Rich, or Rich and Tatey as well, have you met uh, Mr Brady yet? Have you got any plans to? I personally haven't. I know he's, uh, there are plans uh, to meet Tom Wagner and, and, and uh, the rest of them, but I'm not sure... On Tom Brady's, if he's going to be coming much more, I'm, you know, I'm not sure. I know Tom Wagner will be, but I'm sure we'll, we'll have a little meeting with him and the academy guys um, shortly. But everything coming from him uh, for the academy, anyway, is, is all positive because it's been seriously uh, underfunded, our academy. Uh, and, you know, the training facilities have been let go because the, the groundsmen haven't had enough staff, believe it or not, to. And enough equipment, you know, the equipment's out of date and we, we, everything needs upgrading. The pitches need upgrading for where the lads train. Mm. Um, so everything, what we're hearing is positive, but it's obviously you've got to get it right. First team first before it filters down to anyone else. Because if your yeah, first yeah. team aren't mm-hmm. doing on the pitch, then nothing else is going to work. So I'll get that, you know, and long may continue. But I'm looking forward to the investment uh, for our academy so our kids have got decent facilities. We've got to learn to walk before we run. Mm. I haven't. Yeah. I haven't met them either, by the way. I don't know why they'd want to meet me. To be honest. Richard, <laughs> <laughs> quick question for you, buddy. Do you know um, uh, with all your pre-match bits that you do? Do you write your own stuff, or does somebody else write that for you and prepare it? Uh, no, it's prepared by the club. the The only thing I prepare is the half-time interview with the with the player, which sometimes comes across a, a little bit short. But you write you write an interview, sort of five six questions, and sometimes it could end up being five minutes, five to seven minutes long. But then you could get a player who's just little like one word answers. Yeah. Uh, and we, we have to remember is we we've got a fifteen minute break, but actually we've only got twelve maximum really, because mm. the players are coming out, especially if you're one nil down or the other team's one nil down, they send them out early generally. Mm. Um, so I try to not anything at half time. Try to make ten minutes maximum. Because if we were still out on the pitch messing around, like kicking a ball into the net or a chip and win or, or something like that, that's that's no good. We've got to be off. Yeah. So, uh, but no, the answer I went off. I went off piece there. Um, no, the club prepare it, um, and uh, I I do the half time stuff uh, for the for the guest, which was John Frayne on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good guest, good guest as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess it can be challenging at times as well because they've just come in out of the Legends Lounge, don't they? After being in there since midday. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, well, yeah. Uh, we we all uh, we all know that uh, Hoppy's uh, always good entertainment. No, yeah. Hoppy doesn't drink a thing. Richard Chip and Wink coming back or Shed? Are you turning that water into wine? Always, always, always. 
<laughs> uh, the answer to the uh, half-time thing, I know that the club are, are working on something. I'm not sure what it's going to be, to be honest. Um, mm. I think I think Saturday was probably never going to have anything on Saturday. You know, We need to just absorb the atmosphere that we had. Mm. Uh, I, I mm. guess we'll be bringing something back. We'll watch this space. Mm. Who knows? I don't bring, know. Bring the shed back. Oh, the shed was awesome. Wasn't it? <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Did we see the new flag that was unfurled on the Tilton? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. New, new smelly flag. Very good. I know. Yeah, yeah. 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 Where's your old one? brand new. It don't smell yet. It will do. Yeah, it will do. Yeah. Yeah, it's lovely. I was... <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine what it's going to be like when the lower Tilton and Copper open, you know. Yeah. It's going to be incredible, isn't it, really? I mean, it was incredible anyway, but when you've got, like, the, the stadium, I think we will sell out, to be honest, when it's when it's fully open. It's going to be a novelty and as well. And the safe standing will have an impact as well. well I was just yeah. about to say, how good does the safe standing look, awesome. by the way? Yeah. So, so when, it, when it was first proposed, I was under the understanding it wasn't going to be all of the lower yeah, it's yeah. all the lower tilt. Yeah, all that's lower tilt, yeah. That's going to be all yeah, right. Just want to bring the chairman of the board in, Watto. Uh, what's your take on what's been going on lately? Uh, can't get me breath, to be honest. I'll tell you what I saw today uh, was a young lad walking down Bexhill High Street with a Birmingham City shirt on. You really? Now, <laughs> this is 200 miles away from, from yeah. Birmingham. And I, I looked and I, I couldn't get me breath and I thought, that lad's probably had that shirt for about three years, and he's just just now brave enough to walk down Bexhill High Street <laughs> with, with it on. And it, it's it's incredible. Uh, and I, I spoke to him, and his uh, his mum his mum has been the, the reason he supports Birmingham. They, his mum and dad lived in Birmingham for a long time, and that's that's why they support Birmingham. Uh, but this lad was wasn't old enough. Uh, he, he's, he's never been to Birmingham in his life, but he got the shirt on, and, I, and yeah. I pulled up in my car and I saw him, and I thought, "That's got a, that's a blue shirt, and I'm believing. Never seen one in, in in this area before. Never ever seen a Birmingham City shirt <laughs> in this area, but there he was, and I thought, well, you know, that speaks volumes, and it, you know, he's 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 suddenly proud to put that on and walk down whatever street. I yeah. can't wait to the day. When uh, Manchester, Barcelona, Bayern Munich, and all those places, Ajax are full of Birmingham City shirts. I can't wait for that. Yeah, um, I've just got to say before we carry on. Good evening to uh, Mike Wiseman, who's who's joined us and watching the show. And uh, your celebrations on Saturday <laughs> your face yeah, yeah. behind Mr. Wagner when we scored that penalty <laughs> is superb. Um, and I may happen to have a screenshot that I'll pass over to oh, you. No, but no, it really no, is no. very, very it looks, good. It looks completely... That also shows how much yeah. people that have been involved in the club for a long time actually it's, appreciate it's, what's uh, going on as well. Almost at the end of the game, Craig, um, and I don't know whether you've seen uh, any of the footage, uh, the TV cameras panned into Mr. Wagner and Tom, and this little lad come walking down the steps, held his hand out and shook Mr. Wagner's Hand. That was Adam. About nine. <laughs> he was about nine years old, and the look on his face was like, "Oh my goodness me! This is this is what I want to see. I want to see stuff like that. Brilliant, absolutely beautiful moment." Mm. He, he does seem to have a lot of time actually for the uh, for the younger ones. Uh, just before we uh, opened the turnstiles, we had the, the. I don't know if you noticed the Trevor Francis um, 
uh, thing on the centre circle mm. that the kids yeah, were. Yeah. And we did a practice we did a practice pre-match and uh, he came over and introduced himself to every single one of those kids. Yeah, Shook all their hands, you know. That's superb. On, yeah. on top draw. They, yeah. Absolutely top draw. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They want to make us a global brand, don't they? And yeah. I think and I think they're going to. Yeah. You know, I've got every confidence. Every time I hear Tom Wagner speak, you know, I could listen to him talk all day. He's, he's yeah, yeah. fantastic. You know what I'm annoyed at though, Paul, is that I'm 61 years old, yeah, mm. and, 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 and I know like it's gone and it's history, but the last 12 years mm. has been just such a waste, such a complete waste. Doesn't um, Wembley come up about every 12 years in the country, for the Blues? Not a football <laughs> team in the world called London, yeah. and I can tell you now, I can tell you now, I can see this going all the way. I just hope I live long enough to watch it. Go on, Rich. I'm just saying, you know, we're 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 due a trip to Wembley, aren't we, Nick? Every uh, twelve every, years, every or so. twelve yeah. years, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How, yeah. How, how, fit, how fitting would it be if it would be in the year with what happened with Trevor? If we actually achieve something this season, yeah, you know, yeah. Wembley, how fitting would that be? Yeah. Put, put put it this way: for the first time in a long time, I won't let my missus look at holidays for May. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. No, you're right though. So she's just said, "Where are we going in May? We always go away in May." You know, with some way end of the playoff finals on, yeah. and um, I just said I ain't committing this time. I just want to see how we're getting on after, like, you know, by Christmas and whatever. See where we are. Yeah. yeah. Chris, yeah. can you just pull my screen up a minute? Sorry. Hey. <laughs> oh yes, yes, yeah, I can, say can I just can yeah, I just yeah. say something? Mm-hmm. I, 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 since the season started, I must have watched seven or eight late live games from the championship, and I watched all the highlights over the weekend of. Premiership and 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 I've never seen such crap defending in all my life. <laughs> team after team after team, thinking what on earth's going on here? The only team, the only team where I can say we were almost perfect was us. Yeah, uh, that back four is tremendous. The two fullbacks are yeah. top top draw. They they're, they're going to be great for us. Yeah, they'll, they'll be yeah. people. In twenty years time, so remember them. We had them two fullbacks; they were superb on Saturday, mm, and yeah. we got to score some more goals, unfortunately. But if we if we defend like that for twenty odd games, then there's there's nothing we can't do. But we we know we know something's going to happen. Uh, you know, a, a bounce ball bounces the wrong way, somebody sticks the ball in the net, and we've got to, we've got to score more goals. We've got to score more goals. You know, one a game is not going to cut it. As good as our defence is, and it was brilliant. I, I, I loved it. I, I was a fullback myself, and I just look. I, I, I can go back the horror shows that I've had in, set in front of me over the last twelve years of left backs who can't play. Mm. This guy Buchanan was superb. Yeah, and I sat there looking mm-hmm. at him. You know, he's right in front of me for the second half. And I see you can play, son. You've got, you've got it all. Your pace, strength, mm. you can pass. Yeah. I love this. I, I absolutely love this. And the fact that they hadn't got any tea in the in the uh, in the main main stand uh, canteen, I, I even forgave them for that. <laughs> <laughs> I said to my dad. I, I said to my dad. You know, this is by far the best left back we've had. This is only half hour into the game. I said to my dad, oh, "This is the best left back we've had since David Murphy." Straight away. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. does everyone yeah. think of the uh, the cup draw? By the way, we're at oh, home. We're, it's winnable, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, we've got. Yeah. We've you know, you get a home game, 
You know, yeah. let's go on a cup. I love the cup. Yeah, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's go let's for it. Let's get it full. Let's get it full again. He's going to turn up on a Tuesday night. Come down. Is it on the Tuesday? Yeah. Is it the 29th? Uh, yeah, I think, yeah I think so. it's normally on the yeah. Tuesday. All you people have got to do right now <clears throat> is remember that moment mm. against West Ham at St Andrews. Oh, God. Yeah. And that atmosphere yeah. and mm. that the, the passion and the love for our football club we need to get that back in our bones, completely and utterly support our club, week in, week out, win, lose or draw. And we will lose. Mm-hmm. We will lose. Mm-hmm. We, we do need to do that every week. Yeah, really. I mean, people like who couldn't to. go on Saturday, because it was like inundated with people who couldn't, couldn't go, but those sort of people come to the cup game, you know. Mm-hmm. Or if you we can't to go for the cup game. Kids for a quid, buy for everybody else. Fill the ground. Yeah. Can I just re- nothing if possible? Can I just remind everybody yeah. as well that the Blues are um, letting uh, I think it's all season ticket holders into the ladies game. That's uh, right. Yeah. On Sundays. Yeah. 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 So that's yeah. really good. That's, that's really cool. encouraging as well to get bums on seats for that. Mm. I say the ladies call the women's now, isn't it? But yeah. uh, I think that's superb as well from the Blues getting bums on seats for that. And let's try and you know get some bigger crowds in for that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a problem on the 29th. I'm going to see Peter K. Oh, okay. Yeah, but also, I think with the women as well, getting Hope Powell in, you've got to get the promotion. She's got got to say she is a legend in the women's game, and what she doesn't know about football isn't worth knowing. Yeah. So they've got to go for promotion this season because they could go far now, especially with her. Yeah, yeah. They're making some really impressive appointments, aren't they? You have to say that. Yeah. You just tell that they want everything to be world class, don't they? Yeah. Everything's got to be elite. Absolutely. I think if we can get some bums on seats there, especially this one, I'm not saying it's going to, I don't know what they're going to do with, with the with the tickets, but, mm. you know, this one free on Sunday, I think that's uh, great for families as well. Mm. You know, just go down and have a day out. Yeah. Yeah, mm. it's great. Yeah. Mm. Definitely, definitely. Well, definitely. What time is kick off? Oh, you've put me on the spot. I think it's two o'clock. Two o'clock for women's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. two o'clock. Tay question for you, mate. Apart from football... What's your best sport? What was or still is your best sport apart from football? Darts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in a pub when I used to go in a pub. Like, I don't know. Um, I'm not really into it, uh, into any of the sports. Really. I watch them. I play. You know, used to play cricket years ago. Yeah. I used. To, I started golf as most footballers. Um, do. Yeah. Um, but obviously that was so frustrating, and mm. and I always ended up waiting to get back to, to have a drink at the, uh, yeah. at the bar so yeah. I was to cut the golf short and end up off me nut for about two days after that <laughs> so, so what I do now is just walk the dogs that's my if you could call that a sport I, I love dogs yeah. and I just go out with my dogs and I, and I, I go for miles and, uh, Brilliant. and I, that, that's what I do but for sport I'm not really really into anything other than football if I'm honest with you ever done a 180 football, ever done a 180 on a dartboard have I ever done a what, sorry? A, a 180 on a dartboard? Ever done a 180 yes, on a dartboard? Have, yeah. have you? Fair yeah, play. Have, yeah. I'm not yeah. playing him. Oh, no, I'm not either. No. I've got two triple 20s a couple of times, <laughs> yeah, but then I've just about it. Plot. Yeah, they get a one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, does, what does everyone think of American football? Are we all, do we all watch it? Do we all know a lot about it? I do. It? I, def- I love it. I, I it was a pinch me moment them, yeah. when we, yeah, moment when we appointed Brady. Yeah. Well, you yeah. turn up on Saturday with a massive cheeseburger. One of those caps with two hands on it clapping. <laughs> 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 
big foam hands well, in, the, in the in the stadium. <laughs> I knew I knew who he was, but I'm not massively into NFL. Yeah, I have watched a few YouTube videos since though. He's come in and yeah. seen his best bits and stuff. You That's can see natural a, though, right? Yeah, you can, you can yeah. see he's a class act, can't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's top class. Yeah, yeah, he'll make yeah. a big difference when they're around the place. Well, that can last what is it, 15, 20 minutes a quarter or just over that, but still lasts four and a half hours in total because of all the stoppage. That's baseball, um, Craig. <laughs> Baseball's not. Right. It's horrendous. I, I, I do like watching, though. I do like watching the American uh, football because it is entertainment, they, you know, and if they can bring even 15, 20% of what's in that game towards St. Andrews, it's just a huge, huge, huge difference. Um, and then, Tatey, a couple of questions have come through on the board uh, and actually just a general comment as well, which I found quite amusing. You were talking about players saying they've got agents. Well, uh, Linda, bless her, has, uh, has mentioned that her eight-year-old granddaughter has actually told her she needs an agent already. So it shows how it rubs <laughs> off in the game. Um, so a couple of questions that have, uh, have come through. So in terms of, you mentioned any youngsters, uh, I think we've, we've heard a lot around some of the names, but one especially seems to be uh, resonating quite a bit, and it's a uh, son of friend of the show and uh, ex-Birmingham City employee and, and article writer, Colin Tatum. Um, and he's, uh, his son is doing very well at the moment. So yeah. the question is, uh, thoughts on him, and do you think he could break through into the first team at any point? Good question. Eh? Uh, he's, he's had a, a very good start to the season. He scored a hat trick. We beat Nottingham Forest last week in a Fenny 6 0 or a Cat 1 Academy, uh, very highly regarded. He scored three um, and had a couple of more assists. So he's, he's hit the ground running um, and he scored two at Cardiff in our first game of the season on Saturday uh, and was very, very lively. He's a natural, but I'd say he's the best goal scorer at the club in the whole club at the minute, yeah. uh, that's including really? the first team. Best natural finisher I've seen. Really? Yeah, he's, he's very much old school. He plays on the shoulder, makes some very intelligent runs and anything around the box is absolutely lethal. He had a bit of a bad patch um, in the last season. His confidence went a bit, you know, when, he, when, he got, when goal scorers aren't scoring, they, you know, they tend to lose their confidence and, you know, what am I playing for? He, he was trying too hard. I had a good chat with him, you know, got a lot of time for Frank, got a lot of work with Frank and uh, he's done exceptionally well. Uh, he's a lovely kid. Obviously, I'm good friends with his dad as well. And we've got him back at the ground running. We went on tour to Scotland with the 18s uh, in July. And we played uh, three games up there. One, two. Beat Rangers 3-1. Lost the Bournemouth 2-0. Beat Air 2-1. Uh, and everything has been positive. And Frank is, if he keeps his head and keeps on working hard, he's got a great chance. Um, he's a second-year scholar at the moment, so he's you know he's coming up to get his first pro deal, um, and I'm hoping that he that he continues in his final form. But he's he's a he's a great worker and he's he's, he's quite aggressive as well. I'm trying to instill that into him that he's you know controlled aggression. Uh, um, you know he just can't go around the pitch kicking players these days, unfortunately. But um, you know he's he's learning his trade, shall we say, and he's taking it all on board. But he's, he's one to watch out for. You know, I love the way he plays. You know, his, his runs that he makes and he's, uh, and he's just a natural finisher. But he, he has got a, a great chance, it's Frank. Really good chance. Mm. When, you have, when you have players like that, Tate, do you have, a, have the seniors or, the, you know, the senior players that have a little look when they finish their sessions and stuff? 
I not really know because the, the, the seniors now are, are trained down at uh, Henley and in Arden. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Down there, and we're based still at Wastills. Um, but last season, I I got a few of the uh, second year scholars. Uh, I got I got Lukas Jukovic to go, uh, come and have a chat with a couple of the with Frank with Ben Beresford, who's got his first pro contract about what is expected from them. Uh, on to, you know to, to to when they step across that white line, how to hold the ball up, runs to make, uh, and Duke Duke has been brilliant with them, and that's on top part of my job as well is to get them the senior pros to integrate with with the uh, the youngsters, you know, and the youngsters look up to them, and um, to get to pass on the, the tips of the trade really, and can you- players like Lukas Jukovic is is great great for that. Mm. I was going to say, can you see Juki coming into coaching yourself? Do you think he'd make yeah. a good coach? Do you think he'd Yeah, yeah I, I, you know, the knowledge that he's got um, is, in, is invaluable to, to youngsters coming through. Um, you know, there's not that many pros, ex-pros at our club in the academy. I think there's only Marcus Painter um, and, and Liam Daish, who's the academy uh, director, who have, who have played professional football. Um, you know, and it, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that, but it's always good to have, you know, that the players look up to um, youngsters. Deeney might have gone down that route. Players. Sorry? I thought Deeney might have gone down that route. Yeah, he might, he, 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 he might yeah. do. Um, when I spoke to him before he, before he, you know, the end of the season, he, he had a lot of offers um, that he was considering. And he, he probably will have known he's doing his badges and that, and he probably will. You know, he's a, he's a, he's a lead, Troy. And he's well respected by youngsters, you know, from where he's come from, uh, off Chelsea Wood, and he's he's forged a great career in the game and off mm. the field now. Yeah. He's, um, he's got, a, you know, his his work on the TV, his work on, you know, for the for various new, newspapers. But he should he should go into in some form of coaching because he's got a lot to offer. There's a lot of pros, you know. It's different, you know, when you come out of the game and, you know, just because you've played the game doesn't make you you're going to be a good coach. Do you understand? There's a lot of a lot of hard work that goes in by by the coaching departments, you know, and all the hard work that they go and do in their badges. It doesn't mean you're going to be a, a great coach. Um, a lot of players have, have found that out. It's it's really really difficult, you know, to to work with um, youngsters coming through and to get the best out of them. You know, it really is hard. I think, what, what level are you at now, though, Paul? I, I I don't coach. I'm not coaching any of the kids. I'm a mentor. Okay. So okay. I. Primarily, I was working in schools with kids in gangs and things like that, and drugs. Um, and then I got offered this opportunity by Craig Gardner um, to come and work with the with the lads. So I work with alongside Liam Daesh, identifying lads who may be struggling. Uh, and then we've got we've got an academy psychologist, Sarah Finley, Doctor Sarah Finley, who, who's who's a fantastic psychologist, sports psychologist. And then I do on my eyes for her on the on the pitches that if I do see lads struggling that you know I have a chat with them and then see if we can get them in with the psychologist and see what's going on for them so it's something that's oh, yeah. probably, probably groundbreaking you know really that not many yes. clubs have got that yeah what a fantastic initiative so many horrible things going on on the streets of not only Birmingham yeah. but my here and every town that mm. is an absolute revelation I promise you we've got a lot of lads who, who come from inner city Birmingham who you know, they step out of their doors, postcode lottery, you know, the areas where they where they live in Nansworth, Newtown, Lazales, that we've mm-hmm. had to move from those areas and put them into club digs, you know. So that is very dangerous. We identified that they have, you know, 
it's it's roulette for them. If you know if they turn out their door and they go left, they could get shot. If they turn out right, they could get stabbed. So we thought, you know what, <coughs> the best thing for these players is to move them into safe areas, mm. uh, give them the support, give them every every opportunity to become a professional footballer and just concentrate on uh, being a professional footballer rather than going out of the night and worrying Absolutely about what's going to happen. And brilliant work. But what happens to that child when they're then told they're not good enough? Well, we've got things in place for them now. We, we, we do monitor them. We do keep in touch. We try and get them other clubs. Mm-hmm. Um, some most you know we've got obviously the, the lads who've just been released um, who have gone this you know parted ways with the club we were in touch with them a lot of them we've got them as scholarships in America um, you know uh, in their scholarships playing football so there's a lot doing. of aftercare that goes on then yeah there's more there's more aftercare than what was when well, I played well being you know. isn't it yeah it's player welfare player oh. well-being um, obviously the, the disappointment for a player, you can imagine these players have devoted uh, 10, 12 years of their young lives to become a professional footballer and then they get told, I'm sorry, but you, you, we're not going to get you a contract. It's absolutely heartbreaking for them. But okay. it's not the end of the road. You know, and I've tried myself, I've tried to have chats with them, I've meetings with them to try and get through to them. I played with, with Lee Shaw, um, who went on to, uh, in, in our youth team, or just between our in the 16s, and he got released, went on to Torquay, Spent 18 months there, went to play for Man United, England, and he had the absolutely fantastic career. He obviously lives in Spain now. Mm. And uh, it, it, it's not the end of the road. You know, just because one coach, it's about opinions football, just because our clubs say, you're not ready for us. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, there's 91 other clubs out there who can take I know these are sensitive questions, right? But how is that process, how does it, is, is that process mapped out by one person or do you like have meetings and then meetings with the individual? It's meetings with the family, with the, with the parents, with the player. Yeah. We've got a whole um, player welfare department at the club which look after these players, which are in regular contact even now, knowing where they are, what they're doing, what clubs they're going to. We forward all their clips of them to clubs, uh, circular to clubs to say, this is what we've got, this is what this player can offer. Um, are you interested? And a lot of the lads have been away. They've been you know, with a variety of clubs already. And some um, have got uh, stuff sorted and some haven't. And you've, got, you've just got to keep knocking on the door and 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 don't give up. You know, the football world's a cruel world. You know, it's it's it not like turning up and, and, have, and having a five-a-side game. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a cruel, cruel world, the football world. You know, and if you're not strong and committed and have got the desire and the fight, you, you're going to go under. Mm. So... The other part of the question then is, how do you feel mm. um, when a player gets offered a professional contract in front of his mum and his dad? It's it's amazing. It is amazing. It, it's you know the, the, the lads who've just been given pro contracts. We've had one come from grassroots who's been given a two-year lad come from. Newcastle got released by Newcastle, come down to us. Newcastle then wanted to resign him, but he developed beautiful word time to us. this week, by the way. <laughs> Sorry? Newcastle. Newcastle. Yes, word it's, it's be- beautiful <laughs> word, isn't it, this, yeah. this week? And, uh, um, yes, yeah, so it's, um, it's, it's the best feeling ever. You know, you can imagine these lads, have, the parents have been putting all the time and effort, travelling all around the country to watching them play and seeing their child get a professional contract. You know, but I always try and emphasise to these kids, you know, when I have my little meetings and my little chats with them that you've done nothing. All you've got is a professional contract. 
one or two years. This is where it starts now. Because in two years' time, you could be out the door. What are you going to do in those two years um, to get another professional contract? You've got to work your socks off. And every training session matters. You know, there's something that I've learned from when I played, you know, that, that we didn't live right back in those days. And, and in these days, there's that much money to be earned in the game. Um, you've got a very short career. You've got about eight years to earn money out the game. That's it. Um, that you've got, to, you've got to give everything. You've got to make sacrifice after sacrifice. And you've got to run through brick walls for, for this football club, for yourself and live right. Um, and you've, we've got people like myself, ex-players like Daishi, like Martin O'Connor there to help you. Um, who knows what it's like to be a player. I was a pro for 15, 16 years. Daishi the same and Martin O'Connor, captain of the club as was Liam Daish, brilliant, brilliant captains. And the kids have got that now to, to fall mm. back on, mm. you know, to ask us questions. And we, we, like very much, you know, we, we, we give them kicks it, up the backside, it, you know. It sounds, it sounds more like a brilliant support network, to be honest with you. Mm. And, and it yeah. really does. And I'm, I'm absolutely proud of the football club and yourself and, and everybody else involved. You know, we, we, don't, we, we would never know the answers to these questions without asking yeah. them. Uh, and to have this opportunity to ask they're very sensitive questions, right? We're talking yeah. about very young people that are, um, you know, growing up, so to speak, in inverted commas, um, either making a career or not making a career. And, yeah. you know, um, to know that that support network is still there for them when... Yeah, uh, well, I, I, had, I had a meeting with them was last week, or I think it was last week, and, you know, they're, they're struggling as a, as a unit, they're struggling. And... I just said, what you don't want to do is sit here in 12 months or 18 months' time thinking, what could I have done better? Mm. And if you get released, what, you know, what could I have done to get me a professional Go contract? Do Go not leave it in the dressing room. Do not leave on the training pitch. Give your all. And if you can come off that pitch, off that training pitch, and look yourself in the mirror and say, I have tried everything in my power to become a professional footballer at this football club, and it hasn't worked. You can look yourself and go, you know what? It hasn't worked, but I can move on. But don't leave it in the dressing room or on the training pitch. You haven't trained correctly, right? Because you're going to have myself and the rest of the coaches are going to give you a kick up the backside and don't come crying to us saying, well, I'm going to get a professional contract because we can say A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, or whatever. This is why you haven't, because you haven't, put, you haven't done what's, what's been requested of you, all right? And what the talent that you have, is, you've, you've, you've wasted your talent mm. in the last 12, 18 months. Don't leave it in here. Do not leave it in the dressing room. Get out there. You train. You train hard. You live right. Okay? And you've got the backing. Anything you need will back you up mm. as long as you give 110% for this football club. If you're not, I'm going to give you a kick up the arse. Martin O'Connor's going to give you a kick up the arse. And Liam Dash is going to give you a kick up the arse. That's three to one. And if they survive the first <laughs> one, then they've got two more. We can, we can smell those to say arse. Don't worry about it. So many questions that are coming through and, and uh, so I'm uh, just a general comment. First of all, from, from Paul Collins, he said, um, Aiton, you should coach. You were an amazing player. Uh, he'd love it as well to see Brian Hughes at some point getting involved. Mm -hmm. What he's also passed comments of, which I think is absolutely spot on is managers, as well, make or break a player. Mm. And that at some point, every player has been turned down. Um, so, you know, it, it makes sense with everything you're saying. 
There's another question that's around, do you think now that we're linked with the American side of things, that actually there will be opportunities for potential scholarships out in the States, uh, where I think we're seeing an increase in the game? Mm. Possibly, yeah. I mean, we've just had a couple of lads go across to America who've just been released um, from their scholarships. Every year you have you have companies come in and they do presentations for the for the for the kids of the scholars and this is what we can offer you if you don't get offered a professional contract and the kids you know it's a fantastic opportunity going to America for three or four years you know a lot of them living there um, it could happen you know I'm excited to what could happen um, obviously tour in America with the first team um, that you know I'm I'm looking at things like that. In a, and for our academy as well, you know, pre-season, we normally go playing the Cheltenham's, Northamptons every single season. The fans are going, oh, not them again. Do you know what I mean? We might as well have a good link up with them, you know. But oh, will we be playing in America? Will there be something happening over there, we, you know, to, for the brand of, our, our, you know, the undefeated brand of taking Birmingham City Football Club over to America? Mm. I'm, I'm looking at all things like that. And we're very positive about the future. I only want the best for our football club. You know, and I'll, I'll run for a brick wall for our football club, uh, and so will a lot of the staff down there at the moment. Um, mm. You know, the, the kids are in safe hands at the moment, and uh, onwards and upwards. Mm. I mean, that's, to be honest, that's, that's, sorry, Craig, that's inspiring to hear, you know, that side of it. We don't often think of that side of it. Mm. So no. that's brilliant to hear that is. Tighty, back when, Richard, but, sorry, Craig. Richard, question there is, for of course, Mark Birmingham in Alabama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, go on, Craig. Uh, Jason McDonoghue's asked, uh, Rich, during lockdown, you did the uh, fantastic fundraising event with the DJ down at St Andrews. Uh, and oh, yeah. Asked, <laughs> yeah. Are there any plans to do another one? And do you think we'd get uh, fireworks and laser lights again for that one? It was um, <clears throat> it was absolutely brilliant, wasn't it? Um, well, even though I do say it myself, yeah. it was absolutely Class. superb. And Joe Hunt, uh, Joe Hunt and Andy yeah. Ball as well, great. Uh, JK as well. Um, I've spoken to Ian Dutton a couple of times about it. Um, and uh, I know Ian Dutton was absolutely amazed by the event. He phoned me about 10 minutes after we we, we we went off and he said it was one of the best events he's ever seen at the Blues. Um, I'd love to do it again. I've, Ian knows that I'd love to do it again. And uh, maybe we could do it even bigger and even better next time. So uh, I'd be all over it. Um, yeah. It was a lot of, lot of hard work under very... Uh, difficult conditions at the time as well. So uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I would hope I would hope to say yes uh, to whoever asked the question. Uh, yeah, hopefully. Maybe Brilliant. maybe one year, Rich. You could do it in Times Square. <laughs> 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 that would be good, wouldn't it? That'd That'd be good. Good. Well, you could only dream. Push the buttons to bring him a new year, Rich, and announce it. Tati, Tati, just coming back to your Thank role you, for Craig. a minute. Tati, just coming back to your role for a minute, mate. Back when you played, who was your biggest mentor and is there a lot you're taking from them now into the role you're doing nowadays? Uh, well, it was very much a drinking culture, wasn't it, when I when I played, when I first broke into the team. But I always allude to, to Liam Daish as, as, you know, a, as a captain who was just held everything together under Barry Fry's era. He yeah. was um, just a leader. And even now I work, you know, I speak to him every day and I work with him as well. And everything that, everything about him epitomises Birmingham City Football Club. Yeah. He wants the best. He wants, he wants the best for every player at our club, every young player coming through. And he held our club together, you know, when, 
you know, and you Barry Fry talking about the pressure was on to get us promoted, mm. to win every game, to, to win the cup. And I think it really, I genuinely do believe if it wasn't for Liam Daish and the drive that he had, we wouldn't have got there. I mean, I shared a room with Daish the other week in, in Glasgow, up in, in Largs uh, for, for our under 18 tour, and he even started verbally me at seven o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Absolutely brutal to me about how I was looking at my legs were like sausages. <laughs> I, had, I had three chins. <laughs> and I'll be dead. And I'll be dead in two years. And then, just walked off. And then that was at seven o'clock in the morning. I thought, bloody hell, he must have had a really bad dream. Um, and but you know what? I, I took it on board. I've lost a stone since then really? um, in weight. And I thought I looked at myself. And I went, you know what? I am eating twelve almond slices a day. And maybe he has got a point because of because of my addictions. I'll go into things quite mad. Whether it's satsumas, melons, almond slices, I, I, I can't yeah. stop. So I took on board, but when he, when he speaks, you listen. So yeah. I, even to this day, I, I, I really respect what he says and is as a mentor. And I, when he speaks, I, I listen because I know that he was a top professional. Uh, he wants the best and he's, and he's a man to be listened to. Yeah. You know, and I think it could only be for the benefit of our club to have someone like him leading our academy and leading our kids forward and leading the club. Um, you know, he's been a manager in the past and he knows he knows how to win games and he knows um, what he wants, you know. And he, for me, you know, I, I do listen to him. Mm. Probably the can only I, one in the game I've ever listened to, really, if I'm honest with you. Can I share a room with him next time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rich, another question that's come through, which I think this one's so, so good. The names of players. We come across what it's were very, very basic names to start off with, and now we have every name that seems to come from under the sun from every country. Yeah. You have to practice. No, I don't even get chance, um, and and it's a nightmare because uh, in the Championship you're not watching these players week in week out because they're not televised as much. In the Premier League, you, you see a name and you know you know how it's pronounced because you see them every week. But in the Championship, it is an absolute nightmare. Some mm. games, and mm. I'll go to. You know the assist the the other team, uh, one of the assistant managers, and ask them. You know how do you, how do you say that? And um, sometimes they like warm me up, and I'll say it wrong because you know. And I, I truly believe that what they say is yeah, correct. Yeah. Um, but there's, there's actually phonetic um, uh, things that have been brought out now for each club. I think so. Each club's having to do a, a phonetic uh, alphabet of, of how they're spelt. But no, to answer your question. Um, just a lot of research uh, at last minute. <laughs> uh, it's called panicking, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Richard, 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 Richard. Have you ever, ever made a proper gaff live? Uh, I think the worst one was uh, when, we, when we was playing Reading and I said substitution for Blackpool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the reason, the reason I did that was... Uh, um, I was looking down at the scores, and the last score I looked at was Blackpool. And I looked up, and we they were so making easy though, isn't it? So yeah, easy. they were making a sub, and I'd subconsciously just looked at the Blackpool score, yeah, and just said, mm. "Said Blackpool." Yeah, it's amazing how everybody knows where I am as well when I make a mistake because it's like everybody's looking at me from miles away, but I can see they're looking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rich, when we play the baggage here, announce them as Wolverhampton. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I want to want to try and keep my job. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I'm after so, your talk, job. Talk, I'm after about... your job. 
It's Richard Goldie, and I'm up to your job. <laughs> what else you do, Richard? Obviously, I know what you do at the Blues obviously isn't a full-time job, is it? Some people think it is, you know. Do they? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's mad, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, no, I, I've uh, got our own little small business built, uh, building exhibition and event stands. Oh, okay. So we're all over the all over the country. Some some little EU shows as well. Mm. So it can be quite hard work actually uh, getting the, fitting the football in. So I have to sort of manage yeah. manage it quite well. Mm. Um, it, it's getting more difficult sometimes, but uh, yeah. No, yeah. So we're uh, we're off we're off doing that. It's quite seasonal <clears throat> as well, so. When the kids are off, we're we're sort of quite dead, uh, yeah. which is good. You know? Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's what I do in the uh, daytime. I'm not a full time stadium announcer. No, no. There we go. Yeah, good stuff. Right, sorry to put in, sorry to put in, but um, coming back to Tatey, when it talked about announcements, wasn't it at Wembley they announced your name wrong, didn't they? <laughs> I've, I've no idea. <laughs> what did they I call me? Some, I read some of the local. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did. So I remember at the time I was saying my dad and thought that that ain't Louis. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I made no, my no. debut for my Cypriot team when I when I finished my career in Cyprus for a team called Nia Salamina, and they I think we were playing a local derby against AK Larnaca, and they said number eight Paul Tit. The Greek language, the A and the I, is a says it. I comes out as an I, the, the A's are silent. Oh, so, Christ. yeah, so Paul, I was Paul Tit over there. <laughs> yeah, it's a good so job you weren't right back, some, isn't well, it? All my friends who are historical. <laughs> but the stadium announcer at Wembley, right, I guess someone did mention that. I was, I yeah, think I, was I, sure I, I, mean, I remember at the time thinking that that's wrong, but yeah. what do I know? Yeah, obviously, yeah, look, we look a bit different, me and Louis, don't you know what I mean? So, no. <laughs> nah. Twins, are, we into the, twins? Are, we, are we into the last 15? Oh, crikey, we are, yes. Yes, uh, we are. So, Paul, Paul knows the last 15, so, Nick doesn't. So what we've decided this way, based on where Craig's based and where Craig is on, on a campsite, it's literally anything to do with holiday camp and football. Lee camp oh, in the middle of our goal. <laughs> Lee camp straight in, look at that. I'll start us off with Darren Tent. Mm. <laughs> Actually, while we while we're thinking, can I just do a really quick shout out? So I met a lad on the train coming home called Dan, who lived one of our listeners who lives in London. Okay. Um and he randomly sort of started chatting and he listens all the time. So cheers, Dan, if you're listening. He's uh, stalking you now, isn't he, Mark? Hey? He's stalking uh, you now. Can I can I come back to you, Paul? <laughs> yeah. Right. I want you to take your finger away from you and, and then look directly at the camera. Right. What I try to do is, is is find out a doppelganger. Now, look straight at the camera. <laughs> is this, or is this not, a very young version of Harry Redknapp? <laughs> no. No. Harry Redknapp. Oh, no, that's oh, terrible. Uh... <laughs> I can, Nick, I think Paul... come back on again, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we do want him to come back on. Yeah. I think Paul Tate looks like Paul Tate. Yeah. There's never going to be another yeah. one. There's no one else who's going to look like that. I don't mean he like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> right, so we're going to go to Brighton and uh, Camping Stove Albion. <laughs> There's uh, a few others that have come through. Uh, we've got uh, Tent Alexander-Arnold. That's a good one. <laughs> That's mm. good. Uh, Peggy Sheringham. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, Rude Caravan Nisseroy. <laughs> really, really. Name and shame, please, Craig. Uh, that was a bit of a But I think Tom Kavanagh <laughs> may, may well be taking the lead with 
ground shoot at the villa. That's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> That's a good one. That was Don Kavanagh. Uh, well, we've well, also well. had Paul Hansen with uh, Delhi had a Gingangulic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tatey, do you reckon, Tatey, do you reckon Dave should be up for this last 15? Word association. What's <laughs> name? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you reckon, Dacia? Dacia should probably be in the pub. We've also got uh, Portaloo Macari from Jason Hughes. Superb. That's a good one. That's a good one. Picnicky Forster from Pete Taylor. Picnicky Forster. These are good tonight. These are Borussia Munchen Glamping from Brett Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> That's good on. Uh, Lee Geary has said uh, Jack Butlins. Not bad. Uh, Michael Woods, I think he's pushing it a little bit because he's gone with Andy Tentpeg instead of Leg. Mark Hopkins, Jonathan Grainshee. Superb again. Yeah. yeah, you got any Ray Hobbright? Brilliant, Shower Block Madston. Oh, superb! Yeah, have you had all all afternoon to think about these, though? Paul? Yes, they have. I've only said one. I've been watching them, them on the group. Totally stumped. Yeah, all these comments, though, they weren't on there. Please, everybody listening, don't think that they're very, very clever. They're not. I can't think of any more. I said about five earlier. I can only remember one. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm uh, just going back, back to, to the list just to see if I can shout any out. <laughs> uh, Liam Dash, hard as nails. Baz said he'd he'd head an aeroplane if he wasn't far wrong. And he Absolutely wasn't far right, wrong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I loved him when I was younger. He was a brilliant player. Oh, well, loved you all, Tati, in that squad. Ninety-five, brilliant. What a squad! What a squad! Yeah. Mark Ward in midfield. Peter Shearer, yourself, Donawa. You know, Jose Dominguez, Kevin Francis, Steve Claridge. What a, what a team. All from memory oh, that was. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. All from memory. Gary, Gary Cooper, left back. He was a good player. Yeah. It was Gary, Hunt, Jonathan Hunt. Remember all the actions you scored from? Yeah, Jonathan Hunt was class, yeah. yeah. yeah class yeah. player. Yeah. Gary Paul. Right course, Gary Paul. When you camp in, just before you go to bed, you have a hot chocolate. Yeah. yeah. You do, well done. Yeah, Beno yeah. in goal and Dave Barnett. And we had players like Andy Savile on the bench, didn't we? And in and around it and... People like that yeah, as well Neil was involved. Neil Doherty. He was a good little player, Doherty. Neil Doherty, Didn't get much yeah. of chance, but, you no. know, he never let us down, did he? No. Paul Williams. Remember Paul Williams, the striker? Yeah. Yeah. He scored, didn't he, the semi? Ken Charlery. Yeah. Well. Ken Charlery, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, was, he weren't bad. Yeah, he was decent. Here's, here's a great question, Tate. Um, If you could have a top with anyone dead or alive, who would it be with and why? I thought, I thought what, sorry. If you could have a tot, a drink, when you used to drink. <laughs> with anyone well, yeah, probably, dead or alive probably George Best George Best that's a good show isn't it yeah you'd only have the one though wouldn't you absolutely oh, yeah 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 Bestie wouldn't have many would he either <laughs> no um, so some of the others that are well some came through earlier and some of the others to shout out now we've got Windbreck Shy Sand Dune Bellingham it's hotter in the sun yeah, uh, like it. Uh, David Deckcherum instead of Beckham. That's a good one. What about Denver? What about Denver Bar? That was almost There's a bar in there on the campsite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Wow, well, well, it's a right, Craig, that one, really. It's Craig, did I say a funny one? No, 
I think it was 2018. Who? Howdy and Rainey. Howdy and Rainey. That's actually. Is that from Munich? Yeah. Ah. Surprise. That's all right. He's got a earlier on. Did say rep Guardiola. He said what? Like that. Rep, rep, Guardiola. Uh, right, okay. <laughs> I just want to want to say as well. Great to see Roy uh, tweeting as well with a picture of himself looking looking like he's on the mend uh, yeah, photographer. He's, yeah, he's uh, he's doing okay now, isn't he? He's on going in the right direction. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. 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 Was you there the game when he fell backwards? I, I, I was, was there, but I didn't. I didn't did see it. No, nah, I was a bit worried about it at the end of the season last year. Mm. Um, we had, you know, a couple of fill-in photographers, and I was like asking questions. I didn't really know about it. I, I don't know where you've seen it. On, it was on Twitter. Wasn't yeah, it? Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I asked about him on Saturday, and um, we're not a hundred percent sure. I don't know if anyone else is, but it seems like uh, it's all good news. Good, so that's good. I hope that we are right with that as well. So, mm. yeah, good. Lovely uh, man. Been on the show. Yeah. Um, Taken out well, how many, how many photographs did you say? Was it three oh, million? Christ, it's got to be, isn't it? It's been there. What's he been there? 20 was he? But he was there when you was playing tight. He probably was, wasn't he? Yeah. Was Roy, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know Roy, yeah, Roy's he's been, been there for donkey shows, yeah, and yeah. Donkey shows. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, finish your match, yeah. So, yeah, we need to move on to um, score predictions now, don't we, for Saturday's game? So, Bristol City away. Um, I'll start us off with two one blues. I'm going 2-0. Go on, Alan. Hello, Alan. Alan, can you hear us, Alan? Alan, 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. One, one. <laughs> okay. I'll come down. Adam Wilkes. Uh, I will go 2-0 Blues. Mark? I'm going to I'm gonna say 1-0 Blues. Craig? Uh, I'm going to go 2-1 Blues. Claire? One, Claire? 2-1. Uh, Tatey? Blues. 2-2. 2-2. And Rich? Uh, I was going to say 2-1 as well. Yeah, I'm going to go for 2-1 as well. Well, that's all pretty positive. Mm. Was you there on Motto, Saturday? What about Motto? Mm. We've done Motto, yeah. He's gone 1-1. One, 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 He's gone 1-1. One, one. Yeah. yeah. One, one. Our actual friend, Richard Haler, good evening, young man, has yeah. said uh, Roy Axel. is doing really, really well. And he is fighting hard to get fighting fit and back down since Andrew. So it's great to hear. That's great to hear. Um, Brilliant. Absolutely. Yeah, Mark nice. met Richard. It was uh, really good nice. to meet him. Yeah. Nice to see him. Mm. Yeah, nice bloke. Uh, uh, Linda Magnus at two one blues. Mark Hopkins three nil blues. Uh, Craig Firth three one blues. Paul Lilly one one. Simon Andrews two nil blues. Nigel Mann three one blues. Uh, Lee Geary four nil blues. Um, we've got one nil <laughs> blues from John Bloor. Uh, Paul Collins a Bristol City one blues one. Uh, we've got uh, Benji Smith with two all. Paul McCarthy 3-0, Lily Pad 2-0 to Blues, 3-1 Blues. So we haven't had one person that has said Bristol are going to take a result, which is the huge positives, because last season we were hearing the opposite. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And a few of the names that have come through as well, uh, Don Gavanagh, Tony Showers. <laughs> That's a good one. Michael Woods, in line with the good old British weather, he has said how uh, Howard Gale force wins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some of these we can't, uh, I'm afraid we can't read. Some we cannot read out at oh, all. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> sorry but that's, there's some good ones there, though. Mm. Uh, Danny Shitter in the woods. Can't say that. <laughs> we can't, <laughs> sorry, we really? can't say that one. Name, <laughs> James, please. No, I'm sorry. Who one. else would it be but Lily Pad? <laughs> 
Jason Hughes has also said because he's been cold, Daily had a bowl of coffee soup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't, have a, don't have a cup of soup in a bowl. Daily had a bowl of tempeh. <laughs> that's quite a good one. Uh... That come from Daily had a bowl of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for me, that's the outright when we're there. No, without a no. <laughs> Uh, Chris Brown, Michael Woods wants to know what happens if we get a 6-0 this season? Well, oh, yeah. it, it still stands, you know what I mean? still stands. I've got the thong at the ready as, uh, as I speak. I've <laughs> <laughs> got half our listeners there, Chris. I've got a camera down there. Yeah, no, it still stands. What about, what about Ricky, Yot- Ricky Yotto? As in Yacht. Ricky Yotto. What's that? What, do you camp? Oh, that's another ball. That's another ball. Oh, come on, your camping trip. Mark, oh, sorry, no, sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys, don't worry. Mark comes from Coventry. I'm not from Coventry. I'm also, I'm also, I'm also slightly worried about uh, Michael Woods' enthusiasm about me going naked. Mm. <laughs> it is going to be a bit concerning, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Definitely, Michael Woods. We cannot read that one out, but it is very good. <laughs> So what, what do we think then? If we get if we can get a good striker in, like that's, I mean, I think Scott Hogan's a good striker. He can score goals. I think he will score goals. But we get another one in who's you know, say mm. a little bit younger, mm. bit of pace through the middle that can get like double figures, you know, uh, or up like Hogan did last season as well. If we can get mm. Hogan scoring ten up again as well, yeah, then we could, you know, who knows? We could put a push on for sort know. of top no, top, no. top top no, nine, no. top nine. I'm saying, yes, why not? Let's hope. Let's, yeah. let's, when would we have said that? When was the last time we would have said that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be honest, though, Paul, can, you, can we just cross these things about Lyle Taylor? I think people putting two and two together just because Lyle Taylor was there. Mm. I personally don't think he'll be coming. I think he was just... He's trying to get into punditry mm. and stuff, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you have yeah. a friend who's got a box still. So, yeah. I, personally, I can't see that one happening. But mm. We're after that other bloke, aren't we? Yeah. What's his name? The Cardiff, the Cardiff, yeah. Zabia. <laughs> I, I can't see Lyle coming back. I don't think he fits the bill now. I think that boat sailed. One thing that I'm really, 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 really glad about is that John Eustace has got an opportunity yep. to take it forward. Right? Uh, he came. He came in. We were in the doldrums. Who would have wanted the Birmingham City manager's job seriously? Seriously. Now he's got an opportunity to go forward and to make a massive name for himself. And I hope he does. And I hope he stays with us. And I hope it's us that he makes that massive name for himself. And on that note, Nick, you've got 60 seconds to say bye-bye. Well, this has been it. This has been it. Uh, It's been the Tilton Talk Show, sponsored by Small Affordable Cars of Tumworth. And it's been an absolute pleasure tonight. So we've got Adam Wilkes. Thank you very much. Been a pleasure. Mark Adams. Yeah, have a good week, everyone. Take care. Have another ball. Good night, everybody. God bless you all. Ah, lovely Clegg Eblin. Good night. See you on Saturday. The one and only Paul Hipkiss. <laughs> good night, all. Keep right on. <laughs> Chris Brown. Good evening. Goodbye. Uh, Richard. Richard, uh, I want your job. Uh, you know, that's all, you know. Th- I thanks. I just want a payslip. I don't need to get paid, but I want a payslip from Birmingham City Football Club <laughs> to put on my museum wall, right? You can have one of mine if you want. <laughs> you can pay the tax on his. There you go. Thanks, everybody. Keep yeah. right on. It's, it's really good to have you on, mate. Say, that's all it is. And the one and only.
Richard, take good care. And who have I missed? Mark Adams? Have I... yeah, have no, nobody important. Craig and Paul Tice. <laughs> ah, well, Craig, Craig, of course, Craig. Yeah. Yeah, good night, everybody. And uh, we have a n- we've had some wonderful guests tonight, but we also have another one joining us now on the 4th of September. So watch out for details of George Paris joining us on the show. Superb. And we're going to let uh, the good old Blue Nose himself, Mr. Birmingham City. I want that T-shirt. I don't care where it is, Paul. I want you to find it. You've got it framed, don't you, Paul? I know where it is. It's in a frame, isn't it, Tatey? You got it framed, don't you, Tatey, last time you came? I don't remember. I've got. I've still got it. Do you know where it is, Paul? Yeah. Where? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> I will put you down. I promise you. It's, I will it's, put you down. It's safe. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, a Birmingham absolute megastar and, uh, you know, cult hero of the past, uh, but cult hero of the future too. Looking at there, youngsters, ladies and gentlemen. We've had some great insight to work that you do. Hey, say goodnight to the people. Thanks for having me, everybody. Keep right on and let's move forward together and stick Absolutely. together, lads. Let's all stick together. Thanks God bless you, Paul. Thank you very much indeed. Take care. Thanks for your time, Tate. Bye, all. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com and there it is that's as good as it gets on this stage nissan townstar ev strikes again it's an unstoppable van unstoppable Look, just fantastic you can actually see the pro pilot technology in action effortless parallel parking it moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty and with a bench full of all-star van experts there's real strength in depth here that's all-star quality search nissan townstar ev and visit your local all-star van center to see for yourself Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.